It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Final score, the Sharks 4 and the Canucks 3 in front of an excited crowd at SAP Center at San Jose. It's time for the Sharks instant replay of this exciting matchup. And it began with a no-goal call by the official with 16.27 left in the first period. But that really doesn't matter in terms of the highlights. And yet, when you think about it, Brett, the fact that the Sharks coaching staff saw that there was some goaltender interference just barely on an apparent goal by Ilya Mikheyev played to the front of the net is just a, yet another display of the preparation and what little details are being paid attention to by Cody Ward and Nick Gialdini. Yeah, just a terrific job. And, you know, it's been really fun to get to know Nick and Cody and uh, just talk to them about, you know, some of the calls that they've made this season and, and really the ones that were called back when you ask them yeah we thought that should be called back even if it's against the sharks we we've seen the consistency in certain areas we know what's their the league's looking for and boy for these guys to pick these things up quickly and to be able to call that down instantaneously to the coaching staff let them know it almost looked like when i saw david quinn's face when they called the official over to challenge it he looked confident like when he hears it now from his two guys in the locker room the confidence is there with them like let's let's challenge this and he's been at that point before, David Quinn has, where he's wanted a challenge. And his staff, these two guys, Nick and Cody, have said, no, do not challenge this. This will be called back. This will not go our way. And then he's challenged it with the, with the NHL afterwards to kind of say, hey, if I would have challenged this, what would have happened? And he would have lost. So his two guys were right. So he's got a lot of confidence in his staff that's called that down for him. When you think about it, when you're in a position like a head coach and you have that responsibility to make these decisions, when you trust these guys so much, you don't have to worry about that decision anymore. And that's what—that's the look I saw on his face was the confidence that he knew when he got the call to say, "Hey, challenge this." That he's going to win that thing, and that's—that's that's just good team, right? That's just good teamwork and good coaching staff working together. Vancouver, who had won 11 straight games against the Sharks, including six straight in this building, really depends on scoring the first goal of the game. They are among the best in the NHL at that. They had scored first 15 times heading into tonight's contest, and so that meant that maybe Kapo Kakinen was going to have to make a couple of pretty big saves. Well, early in the first period, he had to deal with a Quinn Hughes breakaway. Pirtle digs it free, goes to Hoffman, back to Burroughs, feeds in the right point, Addison, fakes the shot, moves to his left, now drops it off to, uh, to Eklund, who drops it back now on the one-time play. Burroughs has nowhere to go with it because of Oman's coverage, and now Hoffman lost it, and the Canucks are gone. It's Hughes down the left-wing side, semi-breakaway, moving in, backhand shot, save made, Kekin and rebound in front, fired, oh, just wide of the neck by Phil Giuseppe, who had an open goal, but he couldn't bang it in. That was the first sign that maybe the hockey gods were on the Sharks' side tonight, but Capo Kakinen coming up big with that stop on Hughes, that could have been a devastating goal against. Yeah, it would have been. Really would have been. It was turnover down inside the offensive blue line, and 
off they went, the Vancouver Canucks, and it was the speed of Hughes generating that chance. Ever since Ty Emerson was acquired in the trade that was made on the waiver claim from the New York Rangers, Emerson has slowly ramped up his game as he's gotten used to playing in Teal. And he would pick up his first National Hockey League goal with 10.02 left in this first period to make it one nothing. Ferraro puts to the middle of Hurdle, takes it back. Gives back to Hurdle down low in the corner. Cuts behind the Canucks net, flips near side. Hoffman drops it back in a cycle. It's Hurdle to the point. Emerson shoots. Score! A rocket on a one-timer by Ty Emerson of the San Jose Sharks. That's going to be his first National Hockey League goal, and it comes at 9.58 of the first period, and it's 1-0 San Jose. Nice release by Emerson, getting it past goaltender Casey Dismiss for his very first goal in the National Hockey League. Tomas Hurdle and Mike Hoffman each assisted, and the Sharks had had that very important first tally. And it would prove to be really important at 15.37 when Philip Hronick got his second goal of the season during a power play for Vancouver. T.J. Miller got his first of three assists on the game, and Quinn Hughes, always involved, picked up his 25th assist of the season. So it was all even, one and one, after all of that work in the first 20 minutes. Early in the second period, again, the pressure came from Vancouver. They would outshoot the Sharks 10-5 in the second frame, and Capo Kakinen would have to make this big save on Brock Besser. Kronick keeps in. How about Hughes? He's the first guy open on the near side. He'll crisscross, hold the puck under pressure, toss to Besser, moving and shooting it. Save made by a challenging Kakinen, and Sturm's got the rebound and lifts it out. Wow, best save of the night here for Kapo Kakinen. It really was at that point, but he would make a few more, and those things were the building blocks of the setup for the Sharks to take more control of the game. At 14.05 of the second period, suddenly Fabian Zetterlin would make it 2-1. to one. Hurdle grabs in the left corner against Oman. He cuts back behind the net, centering feed, and the shot. Star! Fabian Zetterlund on a one-time pass. What a job by Tomas Hurdle to win the battle with Oman behind the net. And the centering feed right on the tape, and it's in the back of the net for Fabian Zetterlund to make it 2-1 San Jose with 5.55 left in the second period. And so Hurdle would get the assist on Fabian Zetterlund's fifth goal of the season. Suddenly, it was the Sharks leading it by the score of 2-1. to one. That was a really big goal, and Brett, that was a really big play behind the net by Hurdle. Oh, man, I, I just circled that one uh, early in the game just because of Hurdle's just ability to make plays. And if you look the other night, Dan, that play that he made for Eklund on that goal, I tell you what, just unbelievable stuff uh, by Hurdle right now. Just winning battles one-on-one and finding ways to make the guys around him better. Zettelin just put himself in a position where he could receive that pass and buries it from Hurdle. One thing that has hurt the Sharks these last couple of years have been giving up goals late in periods or early in periods. Vancouver would continue to press on the power play where the biggest differential in their shots on goal totals came tonight. They would get their second power play goal late in the second period. At 19.39, Brock Besser ending a five-game goalless drought, picking up his 14th goal of the season and first of two on the night, assisted by J.T. Miller and Philip Kronick. So how were the Sharks going to come out to start the third. Well, we got a sign of how they would be when there was a little bit of rough stuff going on late in the period between Tomas Hurdle of the Sharks and Dakota Joshua of Vancouver. That turned into a four-on-four situation to start the third period, and 22 seconds after the opening face-off, really the play of the game and one of the best plays of the season occurred for Mikhail Granlund. Mikhail Granlund moving left to right up across the line, splits the defense, has a chance, Deke shoots, star! 
a spectacular rush from end to end by Mikhail Gwenlin to put the Sharks in front three to two on the opening play of the third period. And for Mikhail Gwenlin of the San Jose Sharks, that's his first goal in Teal. And it's a big one, 22 seconds after the opening faceoff. It wasn't the game-winning goal tonight because Vancouver would continue to push, but that was a huge one. Oh, my. What a move by Granlin. It's so funny, too, back in the defensive zone, Dan. You know, he's got the stick. He flipped it all the way on the other side. You talk about ambidextrous. Well, that was what he did deep inside the defensive zone. Then he gets it on the other side. Full head of steam comes in on Ronick, a good defenseman, pulls it over to his far forehand and then pulls it through the skate and the stick. Gets it on the back end, gets around him, and tucks it around the goaltender. What a goal by Granlin. That was 22 seconds into the third period. Granlin's first as a Shark, first of the season from Kalen Addison and Mario Ferraro. And so suddenly the Sharks had a lead. It was also the first four-on-four goal, either for or against, by the Sharks this year. But San Jose did not stop pushing. And there would be more to come because the Sharks would get on the power play one minute into the third when Tyler Myers took a two-minute high-sticking penalty. Now remember, Tomas Hurdle and Dakota Joshua were serving out the ends of that four-on-four situation. So the Sharks were in a four-on-three scenario, 148 in, when Mike Hoffman would continue a goal-scoring streak and get what would prove to be the game winner. Eklund, right circle, holding onto it down low. Back up top to Granlin. He'll exchange with Addison. Throws in front. Tip the net. Star! Mike Hawkman tipped that baby on net. It bounced off of the Smith. And Hawkman with a stick down. Wrapped it home to put the Sharks in front. 4-2 with a power play goal at 148 of the third. So Mike Hoffman gets his sixth of the season. He's got six goals in the team's last six games. He has a three-game goal and point-scoring streak, and he was a huge part of this one. Mikhail Granlund and Kalen Addison assisted on the play. Wonderful play. Uh, I just love that play by Granlund. It's you know, just a heads-up play because he got the puck on the right defense side. He was out there playing point, sees a seam pass down where Hoffman was by himself. Ronick got too far over. He just kind of plays the stick Hoppen does on that kind of shot pass, goes off the goaltender, and he's able to get it on the backhand and tuck it in for the goal. And so at that point, it was 4-2 San Jose, and the Canucks started to get a little chippy. Now, Elias Pettersson is known more for great skating strides, wonderful stick handling, and tremendous skill. But he came in on Kalen Addison pretty hard at the 540 mark from behind, shaking up the Sharks' young defenseman. Matt Benning stepped right back up and hit him from behind as hard as he could to say, you can't do that to my teammate, and I'm willing even to take a penalty to make sure you know that. Then a big little brouhaha happened. A bunch of penalties were called. And once again, the thing was set up for Capo Kakinen to make a couple of big saves because eventually, in that ensuing action, the Sharks actually had to kill a penalty. And here's Capo Kakinen making a big stop on that PK. Here are the Canucks threatening again. Hughes in the middle. Best of the shot. Great save by Capo Kakinen off the one-timer. That was a great save by Kakinen there. And a little later in the game, with about three and a half to play, again, it was Kakinen sprawling and standing tall. 
And back of the goal. Good reaction by Burroughs against Pedersen there. Getting his stick, but Pedersen wins that battle in the corner. There goes the goalie for the extra attacker as Myers shoots. Save! A diving, sprawling, stopped by Kakinen. Late reaction, and he keeps it out of the net and hangs on with 3.35 to go in the game. That was that play that went off the top of his arm, and it looked like it might kind of roll over and go in, but somehow he kept it in front of him. Capo making the save. That was his biggest one to keep the score 4-2. Now, Vancouver would pull their goaltender to Smith time and time again, and finally, they would make things awfully nerve-wracking for the fans here in attendance as Brock Besser would get his second goal of the game. Here's a shot by Hronick. Stick save made by Kakinen. Rebound kept in right wing side. We're down to 3.15 left. In the third period, a play in front. They score! A turnaround shot by Miller was stopped by Kakinen, but the rebound came over to Besser to make it a one-goal game with 3.11 to play for Besser, his second goal of the game, 15th of the season. Sharks 4, Canucks 3. Miller and Pedersen assisted on Besser's 15th goal of the year at 16.49, and it was everybody in this building biting their nails down to the bone because it was so nerve-wracking. But Capo Kakinen and the Sharks held on, and the final seconds produced some great joy in San Jose. Nice face-off win by Granlin. Ferraro banks it off the boards, gets it out. The final 13 seconds of the game. Can the Canucks get back in? They do. Moving in, Miller drops it back. Here comes the shot just wide. Another chance. Ronick blocked by a stick. Grabbed there by Hurdle. Lifts it in the air, and the Sharks are going to win this one. An enormous bear hug for Matt Benning and Capo Kakinen in front of the Nets. And now they're surrounded by the rest of the Sharks as San Jose hangs on to beat Vancouver 4-3. What a turn of events from the beginning of this month in this individual series. This is a big win for the Sharks tonight. A big win indeed. The Sharks now 4-15-2. They've got 10 points on the year. And they are 1-2 against Vancouver, who fall back to 14-7-1 on the season. The Canucks with 29 points on the campaign. I, I can't tell you how many different players gained in confidence tonight the way that they played. It's got to feel good in that room. Well, Duclair, uh, I mean, Granlin and Zetterlin, that line, you know, came through here tonight, particularly on that 4-on-4, Granlin getting that goal. Uh, playing strong towards the end. That kind of, kind of gave him some confidence here tonight, Dan. And Nico Sturm, it's just so good to see him back. Ryan Carpenter continues to work. Uh, Hoffman, I mean, this guy has just come a long way in the last 10 days, you know, even 15 days where he scored all these goals. But even before he started getting hot like this, he was making plays defensively. He was working himself back on the defensive side of the puck and, and working hard to help a teammate out and now all of a sudden he's starting to get the success but could have had another one tonight had the empty netter and he <laughs> slammed the door on the way back to the bench because he was so upset at himself for missing the empty net but you know what good for Hoffman you know it was his head scratcher for a guy watching him play and start the season where you knew there was a lot more in there and this kid's shown himself where he scored 30 points or more in the last three seasons this kids can put points up on the board and nothing was happening for him and the body language just wasn't there either. But now all of a sudden something has shifted, and now he's starting to get some results. And right now, let's go to the Sharks locker room where Tomas Hurdle is standing by to chat with Brett. Uh, Tomas, thanks so much for joining us after a big win here. You know, that St. Louis game, you guys won 5-1. to one, And I could see kind of a, well, what you guys will maybe call your identity game. And I thought you got really close to that one here tonight. What do you think? Yeah, you know, it was one of the better game, you know, this year. And I think it was great effort from everybody. You know, we have... You know, it's not nice, you know, especially against Vancouver because, you know, what happened early early the season against them. So it's, it was huge, but, you know, it was great effort from everybody. And 
and exactly also our identity. We, we jump on it, we've been strong on the puck, we don't give it much time, you know, and we play a really good hockey game. Well, yeah, absolutely. Canucks are one of the best five-on-five -five teams in the league, and really you kept them off the board other than the empty net uh, with the goalie pulled. But um, talk about defensively what you guys did here tonight against this uh, powerful offensive team. Yeah, we know they really like to move and get around, you know, especially Hughes and these guys, you know, and I think we just spend more time in Ozone than the games before against them, you know, and we against these teams, you have to be on them, you, you have to give them time and pressure them hard because, you know, they, they want to play the easy game and and I think they 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 not really good, you know, in their own end, you know, because they want to play offense and we spend way more time than the game before. We hold the puck, make you plays and score some goals. Well, you know, Dan started the conversation with you here, Tomas, and talking about your leadership and I've seen a huge shift in the last... Well, probably from that road, first road trip and from the Nashville game on to today. It, it just seems like you're leading by example. You're coming out every night, keeping your head and chin held high, and you're picking your teammates up and making them better around you. Tonight, you make a terrific play for the Zetterlin goal. Talk just about maybe the shift that you've seen, that you're kind of the guy now in that locker room to lead, and you've been doing it. What's What's been the ingredients to success there? You know... For sure, I want to lead the way, you know, just be positive, but, you know, sometimes, you know, be hard too, you know, because you need to kind of find the both ways and, you know, try my best, you know, and we got a lot of young guys and I want to be the leader, you know, and not just like talking and stuff, but especially on the ice, you know, and I want to help them out, you know, I want to like Jumbo used to hold the puck, you know, and I and looking for me, you know, that's what I try to do for other guys, you know, and, and you know, guys did a really good job, you know, play hard and, and but you know every night trying the best because you know everybody looking to you especially with pray pray our young team you know and and I have to be there every night for them. Well, wow, it, it really, it's showing big time, Tomas. It's been, really been fun to watch you here uh, over this stretch of hockey this season. Congratulations on a terrific win tonight, a two-point night for you. And you can continue to dominate and really lead by example with some of these young guys by holding on to pucks and making plays. Well done here tonight. Yeah, thank you, guys. And the results for the Sharks tonight. Final score, the San Jose Sharks 4, the Vancouver Canucks 3. That's it for our instant replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.